Welcome back to the BNB Podcast. My name is Jaden Boyce. Alongside me is Coach Bailey and special guest appearance, the official Cole Tappy, the first guest appearance the on First here. guest, the official Cole Tappy. I, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> this, this is a special feat for me. <laughs> official Cole Tappy, we were bummed we missed you the week because we... We had a question about the uh, end of the game with Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ooh. and the penalty. And we yeah. thought if there was one guy who knows the rules, it's the official Cole Tappy. Should we just well. shoot it? the question at him real quick? Real quick, because I think we left some viewers. I actually had somebody reach out and say, hey, you know what? You made a good point. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So let's ask the official Cole Tappy. Mm-hmm. So Notre, did you hear what we said? Or? Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch it. I know what happened, right? So, so Notre Dame was short. They only had ten players on the field. Yep, they were on right. the one yard line. On the one yard line. And so, in college football, uh, the only time the defense can sub without jeopardy of being called for a penalty, being offsides, too many men on the field, whatever it may be, uh, the only opportunity that they have is to wait until the offense subs. So, if the offense doesn't sub then they're at risk of, of catching a penalty if they don't do it fast enough, right? But I think we chatted quickly, do you just take the penalty anyway? It's a half a it's yard. It's going to be half the, half the distance, of the, and it'll still be... Because it's not a live play. They, Correct. It's a de- right? They, if, they, um, if, if a guy runs onto the field and they throw a penalty, it stop, would stop the so play, correct? So let's think now. So uh, 12 men on the defense is a live ball foul. So we would tack on whatever the offense gains to the end of the run. Yep. Right? So if they were to lose yardage, we'd go from the previous spot. Or if they gained a yard, we would add the five yards uh, to the end of the run. Uh, a situation like if, let's say, Ohio State snaps the ball and he's not even on their side of the ball yet, I think we're going to shut that down because uh, he's unevaded to the quarterback, so to speak, right? Yep. Uh, so we'd shut that down because... Which is right. a penalty you would take. So if yeah, you know 100%. Would, so wouldn't Absolutely. that be good for Notre Dame then to just have the dead play out there? In the grand scheme of things, right. I think that's one way to look at it, right? Take the penalty. So right? the coach saying he didn't want the penalty. Yeah. Really? Kinda, maybe just an excuse? Uh, very well could be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was, I was thinking about that for a while. I was like, is it a free play or do they blow it dead? But either way, like... At the end of the day, Carson Hinsman and the boys got it done. They got it done. <laughs> that's right. At the that's end right. of the day... I, Anyways, for, that's that's good to get clarified. Clarified. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. For a little NFL recap, I was about to bring some tissues out here <laughs> for the little Lions Packers fiasco we had. And Quay Walker, another official question: Can this man be disciplined for five seconds on the field? Like, if you're a ref and you're seeing this guy blow game after game, what are you thinking? Yeah, you know, I just I just don't get it sometimes. Right, as a fan, as an official, something it's just I, I don't I don't get it. Why is that a call though? Him just like jumping over the so because uh, he jumped over on a uh, on a PAT or a field goal. Yeah, right? He had yeah. a running so, start. I correct, think. right? So by rule, if you line up on the line of scrimmage as a defender, you can legally leap over an offensive player. However, if you are more than one yard beyond, you can't get that running start and jump over. Right, so we, we see it a lot uh, at the college level. Coaches always want it called, but um, we're right there watching it. We're like, okay, that kid was on the line of scrimmage. He jumped over. That's fine, but you can't get the running start just from a, an injury standpoint, right? But uh, yeah, uh, he's he's made some dare I say bonehead decisions in his, his <laughs> very very short career. My my question is a player like that with the reputation of bonehead plays and just personal fouls and undisciplined, mm-hmm. do you just kind of automatically watch him more because you're expecting him to do something like that? Or is it just... Like- 100%. I would say, you know, no matter what sport it may be, um, I'll um, keep this PG, but <laughs> the, the, the acronym we give people, the non-PG version is GFU but I'll call it a GMU today, game messer-upper, right? When we identify who the game messer-upper is, we don't let them get out of sight. You know, and in basketball, uh, if it's a tic-tac-y foul, you're a game messer-upper, we're gonna put a counter on you, right? Because the sooner you're off the court, uh, the easier the game's gonna be to manage for us. Same thing in football, 
football is probably a little bit because we don't have the counter like we do in basketball, right? You only have five fouls to work with in, in basketball. Uh, where football, I mean, you could get 15-yard penalty after 15-yard penalty, unless it's an unsportsmanlike foul, yeah. obviously, right? So we don't want to let those game messer uppers screw up our game. Uh, so we, we got to keep them under wraps the best we can. That's probably why Quay Walker was kicked out four times last year. That would make sense. Yeah, game that's that's true, I mean, right. It's just like fouling a guy out, right? Yeah, Instead, right. you can't give him five fouls. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's a uh, personal foul. Get out of here, yeah. buddy. You're gone. I mean, during that game, J-Love and the boys, they were getting a little momentum going. And after that play, I was just like, they can't do anything now because no, you just yeah. give them extra downs. The right. Lions are a team you can't do that to. Yeah. You know, though, that game, watching the first half, it felt like they knew every play we were going to run before we ran it. Sure. And we had no idea what plays they were going to run right. when they ran it. We like, they were getting wide open, and they were meeting us with the ball. I mean, it was... Yeah, I feel like the Lions are just a, a very versatile team right now. They're like a very good team, I'm yeah. not going to lie. At the yeah. start of the first podcast, I said I didn't really believe in them that much, but... After watching that game, that's a good team. And they haven't even used Jameer Gibbs to the talent level that we know he can play at. Mm-hmm. You know, last week I gave a, uh, gave a shout-out to Pete Carroll. Sure. I got to give a shout-out to Dan Campbell. Dan that Campbell. guy can coach football, mm-hmm. man. He he, and he's just like, too. it was funny that <laughs> on uh, ESPN or whatever, one of the networks, they're like, yeah, everybody thinks he's just a big meathead. He's actually a super intelligent like yeah. football mind. Mm-hmm. And I think the guys in, in Detroit are playing for him, and I, I think the, the Lions might be the team to beat in our division, that's for I, sure. I, I, I think they are. That. After 100%. watching that get full Packer team, I think they put up a better fight, obviously, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Sure. And if we actually use Aaron Jones like we should and give him yeah. more than six carries a game, I think it's a closer <laughs> game. But yeah. Detroit did play very good. They're the Lions, and they're looking like Lions out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also... Another game, uh, NFC team, the Rams Colts. I just want to touch up on this. My rookie of the year pick, Anthony Richardson, is playing like a bad man. Almost let a comeback there, but Puka Nakua and the Rams said not so fast. The Rams. Puka. The thing with that game was, and I was watching it because I got the Kyrene Williams uh, on my fantasy team, and he lit it up, and I think he got dinged up towards the end of the game. But it felt like the Rams just let let the uh, the Colts back into the game. I mean, they yeah. had a 27 to rip lead, I think it was. And then all of a sudden I go back and I look and it's in overtime. I'm <laughs> like, you just purely uh, were like, okay, good, we got 27 points. Yeah, we're, we're good. We'll just run the ball, try to get three yards of carry. And and they just couldn't do it. And Anthony Richardson, yeah, he he played well. I mean, I he has a very, very bright future. It, if he can stay healthy. Exactly. The way he yeah. runs, it's... It's very, very much a possibility that he doesn't stay healthy for a long, long time. But, I mean, that's just the way he played. I mean, Cam Newton was kind of the same way, too. Uh, to an extent, yeah. I, but Cam was definitely a bigger body yeah, running around. Like, he was like a, a linebacker running around where Anthony Richardson's maybe like a, you know, maybe a little bit bulkier, but receiver-esque, right, running around. So, um, yeah, no, I, he, he looks good. I'm liking him and the other rookie, C.J. Stroud. Can we talk about this, man? Can we give him the credit he deserves shutting up the Pittsburgh Steelers? C.J. Stroud is playing great football. Great. When you When you consider who he's got on his team. Exactly I mean, who his right. running backs and his receivers oh. are. He, he's probably playing with the least talented roster mm-hmm. as a starting young quarterback. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, his, his roster... Is nowhere near what Bryce Young has, mm-hmm. or you know Richardson, mm-hmm. and C.J. Stroud's getting it done. And let me tell you this: the way his start is off right now, if he keeps this up, which I don't, I don't know if he will, but if he can, this is a guy you have to be thinking about MVP talks with him too. And I, I know that's blasting me a little bit, down. but I'm saying I think down. if he keeps it up, I'm saying if he can keep this start up a little bit. Because if you look at stats right now, he's up there with the top quarterback. If he was a veteran, we'd be like, oh, wow, this guy's blowing it up. So since he's a rookie, we're like, hold on the brakes. And he's missed a game, right, because he had a concussion, right? He's missed one game. That was Richardson that missed a game. Oh, we're talking about good catch. Good catch. You're right. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, I mean. Hasn't thrown a pick either. Yeah. Hasn't thrown a single interception. Yeah. Hey, he's playing well. 
Like he's I don't know if I want to throw him into any kind of MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not throwing him into any. I'm just saying if he keeps this up, I'm not going to okay. throw him into any. Let's, let's circle back in about two years. Yeah, exactly We'll right. see where he's at, see if well, he's yeah. got both legs Even still if working. He's still with the Texans. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Steelers are terrible. Oh, The Steelers are awful. Kenny Pickett is awful. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me going on Kenny Pickett. <laughs> I had to, just because he was my backup in a fantasy league, I had to play him. Sure. And you saw, I mean, I think he scored two points or three points. Yeah. He, now he's got a bruised knee. Oh, God, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can't run the ball because it, it was, I drafted Najee, and I was like, okay, you know, he'll get the touches, and it's, it's kind of split between him and Jalen Warren, and, and everybody's like, ah, well, Jalen Warren's going to take it over it, but he hasn't done anything either. No. I mean, they're just the overall, the, the whole team itself is just not good. No, and Kenny Pickett's not that quarterback. You're right, Najee, I mean, you've seen the film. He doesn't even hit the right holes no. and stuff. The line's mm-hmm. not great. Not good, even I'd say. There's not a great team. Mike Tomlin will find a way. I was just gonna say, they got, but they have that one thing on the sideline that keeps them relevant. It's Mike Tomlin, <laughs> the guy. I don't think he's ever had a losing record. He hasn't. No, he's like, so he'll find a way. Well, yeah. You know, and they got a defense. You know, T.J. Watt. They, mm-hmm. I'm not panicking with the Steelers, but if Kenny Pickett can't figure it out, well, what, they got to start. Um, I think they're starting uh, Trubisky this week. Are they? Yeah, I think I did see something okay. like that. Yeah. I, I think it was something to do with his, like I said, Pickett has a con- bone contusion in his kneecap or sure. something, which I'm sure is probably painful. So Well, and just the AFC North as a gen- in general is not very good. And I thought that would be a top tier. You would think, right? Year. you got Joe Burrow. you Lamar. got Lamar. Watson. Watson's a decent quarterback. And Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin on the other side. I mean... You would have thought that would have been those four teams duking it out. And right now, I mean, combined, we're talking less than five wins probably combined yeah. of the uh, – so it's interesting, right? The Bengals Especially just, with the talent level. I mean, what's wrong with the Bengals? Like, actually, like they just got 27-3 to by the Titans. Ryan Tannehill and company. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> if you would have told me preseason – that Ryan Tannehill was going to outshine Joe Burrow <laughs> in week four, I would have laughed in your face. It, and I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow is not a good football player right now. He's he is not. struggling. No. It, I, like, what's wrong with that team? Because they have the talent. Is the deep the defense isn't – you can't even blame the defense on that. I mean, when your no, offense you only scores points. three right. points. Yeah. Like, I'm just confused on what's wrong with that team. The coach, is that Taylor's a good coach, isn't he not? You would think. Offensive mind, right? Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow last year, I feel like, was an automatic 300 yards. This guy was oh, slinging sure. the ball all over the field. He's like buck 25, buck 70. Like, he's, I'm putting it all on Joe Burrow. You, you're going to pay a man like you're paying him? Exactly. He needs to, he needs to give you a little bit more. I'm putting yeah. all of the Bengals' woes fall on Joe Burrow right now. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what he might be up for later with his, when the award segment comes around. <laughs> oh, God. We're talking MVP favorites, so I do want to mention, you. he predicted a quarterback was not going to win it this year. Christian McCaffrey is playing like an actual MVP this season. Week one, I called that. You called it. I didn't wait till he had breakout <laughs> sure, games. Yeah. I said it in week one. Yeah. CMC, you know, be the first non-quarterback, and I don't know how long it's been to forever. to win that MVP Besides award. AP, right? If he stays healthy, Christian McCaffrey will be this year's National Football League Most Valuable Player. Yeah, I don't because right for years and years it had always been a quarterback. I remember the year that it was uh, Rodgers against J.J. Uh, Watt J. J. when Watt. he had one of the yeah. best best years of his career. 2014 and I was adamant I said it it, had, it should have been JJ Watt and um, but I knew exactly I knew darn well that it was going to be a quarterback and Aaron Rodgers was going to get it yep so um, which this and I can't think of a single quarterback right now that I would pick over Christian McCaffrey I'd say no. the one in the hunt right now I would say is Justin Herbert I think he's I think off he, to a fast start. Josh Allen, since, Josh week, Allen, since week one. Right, it was an off Since week, week yep. one, Josh Allen leads the football, National Football League in quarterback rating. Sure. Like touchdown, like almost yeah, eight, just every category. Every yeah. yeah, 
So if Josh Allen keeps going, I think it's going to be him or CMC getting that award at the end of the year. Sure. I mean, the Buffalo Bills just destroying the Miami Dolphins. And Miami it, just destroyed the Broncos. I think that was a statement game for the Bills. I think they were like, you know what? Everybody's writing us off, and everybody's myself. I was all on, I was all on the Dolphins train. I was like, let's go too. Dolphs, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the Bills heard all that, and they were like, okay, let's, let's remind go. everybody. Yeah. Let's remind everybody we who ball. we got. Yep, that's a top tier team. That is yep. a top tier team. Josh Allen, twenty one for twenty five, three hundred twenty yards and four tutties. Josh Allen's playing right now. He threw for four and rushed for one. Did I he believe. Rush for I think he had five total time. touchdowns. Uh-huh. I mean that. That helped the fantasy that's team impressive. a little bit. That helped the fantasy team yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I was going against them too. I still managed to pull off the win, but okay. yeah, I'm sure. I was watching that going, oh my gosh, another touchdown! Okay. Come on. Is it too premature to wonder what is up with the Chiefs right now? Is that too premature? I've been wondering. For quite some time, too many distractions. Seriously, I'm a coach, and I, that's the thing. Like keeping guys focused on the task. It's that's the biggest challenge. And when you when everything is about Taylor Swift, Kelsey's and, done nothing ever since T. That's Swift. What I'm saying. It's. I mean, hey, I know he's it's only been for two a touchdown, games, right? He's good for a touchdown just about every game, but. Aside from that, he's not putting up the receptions. Not putting up the. That we're used to, yeah, right. right. And Patrick Mahomes doesn't feel like the Patrick Mahomes of the old. Like, he doesn't. He's not making these, you know, somersault cartwheel flip and throw it with my left hand 30 yards on a dime like he used to. He's right. – Chiefs – I don't think the Chiefs are a legit contender. I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs, and they'll probably win a game in the playoffs, but I don't think they have a chance against the Bills or the Dolphins right now. I mean, they almost lost to the Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't – I mean, if Zach Wilson makes – I don't know, a handful of more better throws, they probably do lose that game. Yeah, they do. You know, so I, I don't, and I don't even think it's just a, like, just Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem right. Uh, the Kelsey, core yeah. The run receiving game core is terrible. The, the running game is Pacheco non-existent. Nice, yeah, I mean, Pacheco had a nice, decent game, but it's yeah. not, the Chiefs just are not what they were a year or two ago. No. Like, they just. I've seen worse Chiefs defenses, though, I will say that. <laughs> But, I mean, no, that team, this whole season, they haven't done anything where I've been like, that's a contending team. Right. But at the end of the day, you're going to need guys who Mahomes can first pass to. Yeah. And B, just Kelsey. Like, you need Kelsey mm-hmm. to be 100% focused on the game. T-Swift's taking all that attention right now. And I don't even think it's just Kelsey who's unfocused. I think just all this attention, Everyone, guys. Yeah. Like, well, you look at the one game. Everybody's looking up at the uh, up in the booth, yeah, trying to look at her, like Patrick was. And then the one guy was like, "Oh crap, that's really Taylor Swift." <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so they're just they're not even focused. I mean, granted, I think that was the game that they kicked the snot out of the Bears. So I it's mean, also the Bears. Uh, <laughs> you know, in media, you know, all these interviews that it's always Taylor Swift. It's not mm-hmm. about the game. So guys, I just think there's a lack of focus, and that's why the Chiefs aren't performing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hate to see that. But also, do we talk? I'm not even. We don't even have to talk about. It. The Bears are the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> I, I think that's undisputed right now. Letting a 28 zip oh. comeback against the Denver Broncos, like, come on. The, it was all because Sean Payton cut those sleeves off, and that, that was the deal breaker. <laughs> I mean, Justin Fields put up some nice, he nice. He numbers. actually played. That's one of his better game. games of he, his career. I think Justin Fields was tired. I mean, back to back, Marco Septic player. He, he was like, not this yet. week, guys. <laughs> not this week. Let it happen. But no, and then Cowboys taking the pats on <clears throat> the Seattle. No, we're not just cruising past the Cowboys. Okay, I call uh, back to it. I said I can't with this guy on the Cowboys. The cow- hey, golly. they came back. I think the loss to the Cardinals had a lot to do with the injury. You guys were down and out. Oh my oh, they just came up. We both said, "Oh, if they come out and win by two scores." They pummeled the Patriots. Yeah. I think it was a, another them. statement game. I don't think it the was. The Cowboys have the Cowboys are just fine. This man is like, I will not get on the Cowboys bandwagon. Gets on it the next week. Then he's like, No, you were right. They're not a great team. I got on tour. And now he's back. I'm on back there, man. I'm sick of this. I no, week one I said I will not fall for it again. Week two I fell for it. Week three I said 
well, let's see how they respond to the loss. <laughs> sure. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. And they responded by crushing the Patriots. Sorry, Zeke. Probably wish you were back in Dallas. That's right. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in Dallas, but I wouldn't want to be in New England either. But Seattle coming away with a 24-3 to win against the Giants. First, the Giants, awful. They're not doing anything. And I said that you don't pay Daniel Jones that money. He's not that great of a quarterback. I wouldn't even say he's that good of a quarterback. I think he's maybe mediocre. No. And yeah. the Seattle Seahawks look like actual contenders this year. There are backup quarterbacks all around the league better than Daniel Jones. I said it. And is that a blasphemy take? We're talking Andy Dalton or Daniel Jones. I'm taking team. Andy. Yeah. I wouldn't I, say I see a huge difference. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, flip a coin for me. Um, obviously, Andy Dalton's had more experience, had a lot more success. But uh, Daniel Jones has certainly had the games where we're like, holy cow, this guy's got a lot of potential, right? You, but it's the inconsistency. Oh, that's that I that's can't exactly say. the problem, right? You know, he has games like he did uh, against the Seahawks, and you're like, holy cow. He's like, you're like, well, what are you guys going to do for a future, right? But then, then he goes, I mean, give it two weeks, and he'll probably have the game of his life, and then we're, yeah. we're back at square one. Mm-hmm. So it's I feel a tough spot a, for them. I feel that's a lot of the NFL this year. Like, guys are up, down, up, down. You know, Baker Mayfield 100%. looked great, then he was terrible. Yep. Looks great again. Probably going to be terrible next <laughs> week. Like you just said, Daniel Jones probably bounce back next week or the week after mm-hmm. and throw for 350 and four tutties. <laughs> but... Yeah, the Giants. Oof. Sure, should we get into some uh, predictions though, for next week? This yeah. upcoming week, I should say. Let's Yeah, let's run through. What do we got? Week five here? We got. We always got to do a little Thursday night football. It's a game nobody's going to care about. <laughs> it should be flexed to Wednesday afternoon. Bears, Commanders, I don't care. I'm taking Commanders yeah. by 10 to 15. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Going, I'm going Commanders as well. And I actually almost pick up Sam Howell. Because I have Justin Herbert in one of my leagues who's on bye, so I need a quarterback. Oh, sure. And, of course, I went to go get Dobbs. Somebody grabbed him off the waiver before me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm kind of stuck having to take, you know, the the best of the worst. But Straight I was like, Sam Howell the versus the Bears? He I might he might have a decent good. game. I think so I'm it, going Commanders. I think it might be a little closer than you guys think, though. Really? I'll take the Commanders just because I think they do ultimately have a better defense. But I... I, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a three point game. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean if if Justin Fields plays the way he did for the majority of that game mm-hmm. on last week, yeah, certainly could be could be a win for the Bears even. Yeah. We got Chiefs Vikings. Who are you taking on that game? You know, I I would take the Chiefs by three again. I I'm not that far off. You seven, maybe. I, I yeah. don't think the Vi- I yeah. think the Vikings aren't great, but I don't think they're awful, and I don't think the Chiefs are amazing. No, right, exactly right. Yeah, I gotta go Chiefs. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, this will be the uh, second time Taylor Swift makes it to U.S. Bank Stadium in uh, in the year. <laughs> oh. Right. Mr. Tappy, you keeping tabs on yeah. all oh, oh, wow. Wow. Did you get rid of your ticket? <laughs> I did get rid of my ticket. <laughs> I think you got to work for free, too. That's oh. right. I could have made a billion out of it. Hey, why'd you go away for free? I felt pretty generous that night. <laughs> That's very generous. It is quite generous. It was. That's okay. You give him a nice special lady, or who'd you give I it gave him to? to somebody. We'll, we'll keep that <laughs> under wraps. I gave him to somebody. <laughs> No, uh, Miss Dansbury told me and Noah that me oh. and Noah were like, yes, sir, Tabby. <laughs> yes, a man of the people. Man of the people. I try to be. <laughs> we got your Cowboys versus the Red Hot Niners. Who do you guys got in that game? Oh. That's going to be a heck of a football game. I don't game, think it so. will. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think it will. Okay, so CMC going for MVP season, so obviously they need to win that game. Yep. But just because... Oh. I'm going Cowboys. Brock Purdy gets his first regular season loss. Ooh. I'm going Cowboys. Yeah. Even though it's in San Fran, I'm going Cowboys. So when you when you think of the NFC right now, I mean you you got the Niners, the Eagles. Right? Those are your top echelon yeah. teams. Yeah, and the Eagles have almost not gotten they knocked off a few times. Right, I don't know right. that they're that great. And and I'd say the Cowboys are the next team, as of right now, because I think everybody is just so up and down. 
I would say the Cowboys are the next team that comes to mind after I list those two, but I still got to take the Niners. I'm taking the Niners, and I'm, I don't think it'll be that close. And you know me, I'm a Cowboys hater. What is the Cowboys' strength? The offense. I, that's a defense. Their defense. Yeah. yeah. Right? They will put together a game plan to neutralize. I'm not going to say they're going to shut down McCaffrey, but they're going to neutralize him. He's not going to go for three or four tutties like he did last week. Sure. And the Cowboys are going to win this football game. But they're going to have a defensive great. score. Great, then that leaves Kittle wide open. That leaves Debo Samuel around the edge. I mean, Maybe know, Brandon Ayuk, because I have he is in my flex spot. So Ayuk <laughs> gets a touchdown. Yeah, right. So he'll be open, right? So, all right. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. Standing, standing strong with the boys. Right. We them boys. I have a question for you guys here. And this is something that like we haven't really done at all. And it's not that we're talking the Niners. Do you guys like Brock Purdy? I like Brock Purdy. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant. He's he's proved everybody wrong. <laughs> Brock Purdy is interesting to me. Like every week, you're just waiting. Like, all right, here comes the, yeah, exactly. Here comes the twelve for thirty-two, four picks. Bench him in the fourth quarter game. It never, it never it hasn't happens. happened. I, yeah. He's interesting. There's an old saying: you do something ten, seven times, it's a habit. I think this guy's an actual player. I just want to ask you. I just want to spit out a few names. Who would you rather? Daniel Jones. Who would you rather? Him or Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Uh, would you guys take Stafford right now over Brock Purdy? Mm, I would take Stafford, I think. I don't think I would. Just from an age standpoint and, and even an injury standpoint, I think I'm taking. I, I take Purdy, too. Right now, Kirk Cousins or Purdy, I'm taking Cousins. I think that's another good mm, conversation. It depends on who he's playing with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, who has better weapons? You I think it's is you it, put you put Kirk Cousins with the with the Niners. Yeah. Could you imagine? Okay, put Purdy with JJ Addison Osborne. Yeah. That's also a good offense. Right. Yeah. yeah I I guess. My struggle, you, you look at Cousins, the way he played against the Chargers. It, I mean, it was, that was horrendous. Game mm-hmm. management-wise, and I mean, it's it to me, it's stuff like that that, or, or even uh, the the pick six in the in the Panthers game. Yeah, oh, that huh. was ugly. I mean, who else was he throwing to? Yeah. Um, so I honestly, and I might be bold, but I'm taking Brock Purdy, and and I'm not saying that just as a, as a Vikings hater. I'm just. Cousins has proved time and time again that he can make those boneheaded decisions. Get Jordan Love or Brock Purdy? Hmm. <laughs> we have a warm spot for Jordan Love. I'm taking Brock Purdy. I, I. There's not enough evidence right now That's to exactly say right. Jordan Love, so yeah. I feel like I have to take Brock Purdy. I am taking Jordan Love. Over any other quarterback <laughs> in the National Football League, Sim- simply because he's a Green Bay Packer, and I love my green and gold. I, I will not do that to my guy Jordan Love before anybody. We're just going on this list of some quarterbacks like Geno Smith. Who you t- that's another good argument. Yeah, uh, I to me it'd be the same as the, St- the Matt Stafford argument. I, one year, just this year, just one year. I'm taking Geno. Over Purdy, Gino offers a little bit more. Right, can run the ball probably a little bit better than Purdy. But Purdy, I could see that. Purdy's a ball player. I yeah. think when we talk about NFL quarterbacks, he's definitely top fifteen. I'd say, and he's, yeah. I'd say he's top ten. Maybe okay. if I really went down into it. You want to do a little? Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather Purdy or Joe Burrow? I'm taking Burrow. I'm taking Burrow. On what basis? Joe Burrow has thrown like one touchdown right, right. this season. On a, talent, on a talent basis, we all know that that Joe Burrow could throw Purdy out of the room, right? It just uh, lights out talent-wise probably better. Um, but if you're just looking at the stats, I mean, right now, it would suggest you got to take Purdy. Yeah. You know? Right now, if there's a quarterback, look at how quarterbacks can play right now, Purdy's... Definitely top 10, and he's sneaking. I mean, he's been playing better than Trevor Lawrence this year. Yeah, I mean, Trevor I mean, your Lawrence job of quarterbacks is to win football games. And, and that's he, what, and he hasn't lost a regular season one yet. Yeah, so I, I get it. Purdy's, Purdy's a guy, but he's not, like you said, he's not as talented. He's not as skilled or as Is athletic. he not, though? That's my question. I think it's his coaching staff 
in the situation like yesterday i was watching a thing is it that dan orzlowski or whatever yeah and they were you know because everybody was saying daniel jones and the offensive line is to blame and they broke it down they're like no this is bad play calling this is bad reads this is bad right if the coaching staff puts him in better situations daniel jones probably be a little bit better brock purdy is put into situation i mean i think the play calling is spot on making good decisions mm-hmm. yeah i think this flat out this kid can just play the game of football i think he's a fantastic quarterback maybe fantastic is a little premature but i think he's a very good quarterback i should say yeah yep. just because you're mystery relevant does not mean you're a good quarterback I, I just don't have any proof if this guy was the number top or top five pick in the draft we'd be saying this man is a great quarterback but since he's mystery relevant we're all like when is that game going to happen? Yeah. Sure. Like you said, yeah, nobody expected this, so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. But yeah. I think uh, old Brock suffers his first loss this weekend, though. Sunday night. You know, if that happens, I, I will come on here and I will apologize to Cowboy <laughs> fans. I will. <laughs> I, I, I will. <laughs> just to clarify also, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm you just, don't mind them. I'm just... You're a Texas I'm falling. Well, I lived in Texas... If I had to pick from being from my time in Texas, I have to go with the Texans just because JJ Watt was there forever. Sure. But um, I just I always said I wouldn't fall for it. I think this year is finally the year the Cowboys figured out. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to beat the Niners on Sunday. And then Packers Raiders. I'm going Packers and that they bounce back and get a win. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be come down to the wire type of game. Yeah, but I'll take. The Cowboys, or I mean the Packers. Yeah, yeah, I gotta take the Packers. I think Jordan Love's gonna have a little more time. He's not gonna be under so much pressure. We we've seen when he gets pressured, it's not, not good. good. So no. I think no. the fact he's playing against kind of a lousy Raiders defense, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. Yep, agreed. Do we shift over to the college football side of things a little bit? Yeah, we certainly can. Or do we? And then we hit awards after I say. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm game for that. College football, you're Alabama, Crimson Tide. First, you guys beat my Ole Miss a couple weeks ago, and then you guys bounced back and get a night. Well, didn't bounce back, just kept going against Mississippi State. What do you think about that? You know, I had a conversation with a student the other day. You know, Alabama is certainly not the Alabama of yore, um, but they'll never not be, you know, a top 15 team. It's a good team. It's a good team. Took a bad loss. Not a bad loss. They played decently against Texas. Texas is a top-tier team. Texas is good. Yeah. Um, uh, But I I certainly don't think it's a national championship year for Alabama. Um, They'll probably compete for the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll probably have to upset Georgia, right, even to get a chance at the college football playoff. But um, I'm lowering expectations this year. I, I just don't think it's a national championship year for those guys. I think you guys are a very good team this year. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think you guys are a very good team. Yeah, they're good. They could they could beat against anybody, but yeah, they can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I just want to touch up a little bit on the number nine rank USC and Colorado game. Did you guys watch that? Because Colorado had a great comeback, mm-hmm. and they almost won that game if Shiloh Sanders and Travis Hunter played. Maybe that's a different outcome. Yeah, I didn't get to watch the game, but I was checking scores, and I was like, oh, here we go, another route. Welcome to the big time, you yeah, know. That's right. Showtime, it's getting shown up again. But then all of a sudden I looked, and I was like, holy cow, this is a game. What happened? So I didn't see it, but clearly Colorado put together a little comeback. But on that game, you know how, you know who I'm big on for the Heisman? Penix. Yeah, you're a big Penix. But good <laughs> God, what about Caleb Williams? Mm-hmm. Whew, six studies? About, wait, we talking about him instead of... Dion's youngest? Did you see him ball out? That man was throwing dots all over the Caleb field. Williams, 403 yards and six touchdowns? If I'm an NFL GM, Shadur Sanders is up there, coach. Like, my top-tier players right now. Oh, if I, yeah, if I'm an NFL scout watching that game, I'm probably thinking, holy cow, there's about 10 guys out here that could help my team. Exactly. But, no, we'll get to some predictions for those games. Uh we got LSU, Missouri. Who you guys think? I'm taking LSU, but Missouri's having a fantastic season right now, five and zero. But I'm taking LSU. Yeah, I, I bet you it's pretty close. I think uh, um, LSU, like they lost to 
uh, Florida State at the beginning of the year after they said that they were going to beat the snot out of them, um, <laughs> which made me giggle a little bit just as an Alabama fan. But, uh, yeah, I'll take LSU, uh, but I bet you it'll be a close game. I'm taking – I'm going Missouri. Missouri's good. Yeah, yeah Missouri's I'm going to go Missouri. I picked LSU against Ole Miss when they lost. So I'm not taking them. They lost all my trust. I'm going. I'm going Missouri. I got a little blue blood basketball school. Kentucky versus Georgia. I think Georgia will win this, but I think Kentucky's yep. gonna play. Yeah, I, I I don't think you can write Kentucky off in this no. game, right? Like they've been playing well. Uh, everybody's gonna look at that and they're like, oh, this is just a basketball game all over again. No, I I think Kentucky can play some ball. And Georgia, Georgia didn't. Really handle they Auburn the way that people. So I think Auburn. Georgia. I don't think Georgia's as dominant or, yeah. you know, is big of a lock in that game. I I think I wouldn't be shocked if Kentucky beats them, but I do think Georgia pulls off the win. And then the game of the week. If we're college game day, this is our guest appearance. Is Pickham, Lee Corso, coach over here is gonna get the head. Texas, Oklahoma. Oh. That's a good game. Let me tell you something. I've been to Final Fours. I've been to World Series. I've been the Texas OU Red River rival rivalry game it's in the me. Cotton Bowl Stadium in Dallas during the State Fair oh, is as good as it gets. <laughs> it is as good as it gets. Like you're sitting in the bleachers and there's Ferris wheels and roller coasters yeah, oh, all man. around you, and half the stadium is that crimson color of OU and the other half is burnt orange. I'm not kidding. It is the most electric. It, it was. It's awesome. You know who I'm picking in this game. <laughs> Quinn Ewers and the Horns representing Hook'em, baby. Let's go. Texas wins 27-20. I'm going to hook them as well. You're I'm hooking taking, them? I'm taking Texas. I can't go against Quinn Ewers. I got this team into my playoffs. I think Texas is that team. I'm taking Texas Longhorns. Hook them. Hey, get on the bandwagon right now. That's a legit team. Hook them horns, man. But I, will, I do think it'll be a close game. But, yeah. Do we get into award section real quick? Do we go yeah. do we go there? We, ha- we have to. What I mean, it? speaking of awards, we got some nice uh, can koozies from Marco Septic. Crowd our good friends. sponsors. Marco Septic. Septic. Look, what? No better way to keep your premium water. Premium water cold. Right here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Herricks, for the uh, Marco Septic koozies. Do we start in our Marco Septic player of the weekend? Yes. You want to kick it off? Okay, there's there's several guys that could be there. I mean, we could talk about Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow. I'm giving my Marco Septic player award this week to any Guy that was responsible for blocking Khalil Mack on Sunday. <laughs> this guy had six sacks. <laughs> so if you were ever lined up and your job was to block him, you are my Marco Septic player. This oh, week. I like oh, it. Not picking good. an actual player. That's I like bold. it. Bold. <laughs> Who are you taking, Tappy? You know, I, I just got to take Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I mean, you can't tell me a team like the Titans holds you to three points. Exactly. And you have the talent level of Joe Burrow. You had... Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. A healthy T. Higgins at the time. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon. You got Joe Mixon. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's that. there, too. You can't tell me uh, that you can only score three points. Yeah. It's on I, Joe Burrow. I said it earlier. Their problems in Cincy is on Joe, Joe yeah. Burrow. So you, he's definitely worthy of the uh, the award this mm-hmm. week. No. Mr. Boyce, who I, I'd like to hand these out, but it's hard to hand them out to not players because I never pick an actual player. I'm going with the Giants this season in the first half. How do you not score a touchdown in four weeks in the first half? Tell me that. How crappy is that, that you can't score a touchdown in the first week? Like I said, a lot of people worthy of the award. The Giants offense first half. (laughs) Terrible. We go to our... Should you, you want to start us off with the bad man player of the weekend? I do. Now, the obvious choices are your Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and your Josh Allen. But I'm going with a guy at the old 414. And if you don't know what that is, that's the Milwaukee area code. Uh-oh. John Horst, the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. going out and landing Dame Dalla, Dame Lillard to the Bucks. That is John Horst is a bad man. <laughs> 
good. Oh my god. Yes. Oh gosh. I mean, for me, I I gotta go with Josh Allen. I mean, fair. It, like That's like fair. we said earlier, it was a statement, right? Uh, it was saying, hey, uh, don't forget about us, right? Do you think the Dolphins are good? Yeah, we're just as good, if not better. So uh, I think they're out to prove something. Um, I think that they're they're getting frustrated with not being able to get over the hump. I think they think this is their year. Yeah. Um, and I think he proved it uh, on Sunday. Uh, for my bad man player of the weekend, I'm going to go to the college football side a little more. And I'm going to take Caleb Williams. Yeah, and you can't that. blame that comeback on him because that defense didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Six touchdowns is ridiculous. He's ridiculous. I like when he paints his little nails and he writes some crap on it. I don't even know. But he is a bad He's, man. He is a bad man. And, you know, I'm still thinking Penix Jr. is going to win the Heisman because I, I just – He's a high on Washington. Jr., yeah. But Caleb Williams was like, hey, guys, I'm the Heisman. Yeah. Like, right. that's, I yeah. mean, that's how we played <laughs> on, uh, Saturday. We, we have to do a Premium Waters play. Play of the week. Premium Water. you want to start it off? Yeah. You know, I didn't get to watch. When the Packers don't play on the weekend, I don't watch as much football, mm-hmm. I find, you know. So I didn't get to see as many games to see as many highlights. I'm going to go local for my play of the week, my Premium Waters play of the week. Happened during... A freshman powder puff game. Uh-oh. Okay. I oh boy! I was I was field level on the one end of the end zone or on the one end of the field, so I couldn't see it all kind of go down. But Mr. Johnson even announced it. Said that Lily Klinkhammer had a rushing touchdown where she broke about four sets of ankles on the field. Oh, I I was and right Mr. there. I was the, affi- uh, yeah. the official Cole Tappy was on the field. I'm giving Lily Klinkhammer this week's. Premium Waters play of the week by just snapping ankles for a rushing touchdown in the powder puff game. Yeah, she zigged, she zagged, and zigged again, zagged again, and she was in the end zone. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think I will also keep it local. Hey. The play of the week was the boy band staff lip sync (laughs) and not only because i partook in it i think by far it was the best lip sync that anybody has seen in a long 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 time mr taffy i could not agree more that was that was phenomenal i'm thinking that too because that was the greatest lip sync i've ever seen in my life i feel bad that not everyone listening saw that i want to know did you guys hire like a choreo whatever you call those no so what ended up happening was was when everybody would go down to the gym for uh you know the homecoming the, festivities whether it be volleyball or uh, family feud we would go down either to the auditorium or practice. or and we would practice oh. right we only practice for a week but we oh, would just look up week. for um like some of them we would look up like the just dance you know tutorials mm-hmm. and just do stu- and then or we'd look up the kids bop dances like it, it was we had a great time with it you guys nailed it uh, yeah yeah langman and i were talking last night when we were in volleyball I, I we got an idea for next year potentially so uh you guys will have to stay tuned for that i mean i was starting to believe that john tackman and Logan Kimberly were actually boy band members at South <laughs> They were flawless. Say, yeah. Like those guys, it was amazing. And Tappy coming out there with the butter, I smooth like hey, butter. Let's, I mean, everybody was great. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. But when old Zach Trenary came around the corner <laughs> with, with the that leather people. with the leather jacket and the hair slap, just slick back. Him. I mean. <laughs> oh. I thought I was wa- watching the movie The Outsiders That's or right. a you Pony Boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a pony, pony Boy out there. Oh, uh, that that was classic. I could, <laughs> I could watch it over and over. And then a quick little just recap of locally, Damian Lillard to the box. We we will have to touch up on this at some point before the NBA season. We're we're not just gonna skip passes, but uh, no, Damian Bucks are. They have to be the favorite. I, I love Drew Holiday, too, but da- I think people forget how good Damian Lillard is. I genuinely think that this man is a top-tier point guard of all time. Mm-hmm. He's top 10 of all time as a point guard. You know, the Bucks and the Celtics, Eastern Conference Finals, which it's mm-hmm. it's got to be that, is going to be some of the best NBA basketball we've seen in years. Holiday's going to be like, you guys shouldn't have gotten rid of me. He's going to I mean, they're going to be going at it. Because I love Jason Tatum. 
I, I love Drew Holiday. He's a lockup defender. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Dame Dollar and Giannis, whew, yikes. Yeah. And Chris Middleton's still there, right? Yeah. I mean, when you, when you saw the trade go through, you knew either Holiday or Middleton was going to mm-hmm. go, right? But, uh, I mean, with those three, um, again, I mean, it's really hard not to see them as a favorite. Yeah, I, like I said, Bucks, Celtics, clear front runners in the For East. The ch- clear yep, front yep, runners. In yep. the West, you know, Dem- you got to obviously expect Denver to be back. I think the Lakers will be good again. Yeah. Dallas is going to be good. But the Bucks, man, yeah, they are fully it. loaded. Yep. How do you even defend that? I'm a basketball coach, and I'm trying to wrap my mind. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's pack it in. Right. So Giannis doesn't get to the rim. Oh, no, Dame Lillard oh, <laughs> just hit his 12th three-pointer. And then you have okay, a man named Middleton, who's a more catch-and-shoot type yeah, of guy, which great. fits him better, I think. Yeah, I like that team a lot. I love it. And uh, also, you know, you got uh, Central Football winning for homecoming game. Yeah, Boy, football team is rolling right now. What, 6-1? and one? Is that yeah, a, six overall? 6-1. and one. Big game this week. Against huge, game, big game. huge game on Friday. Major I can't wait. playoff ramifications. Right? Huge. I mean, is that's going to be big in seed. One seed? One seed? I, I, this, in my opinion, depending on, you know, if, if a Southern team gets put in your region or not, I would say this is for the one seed. Yeah. Certainly. Which mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, home yeah. field. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for Friday. I can't wait. Um, Even I like our chances. I think, I think you know, I haven't seen any Baldwin. I don't watch, you know, film on them or anything like that. But I, I understand that they're kind of a passing offense, and Very we're obviously a running. Yep. So it's going to be, you know, two things. I like our chances. I think we, I think we're just better up front. I think we have better line. I think we, I mean, we're so deep. I, I like our chances Friday. Hundred percent. I would agree. I think, uh, I think the horses uh, leading the charge. Can go toe to toe with just about anybody. Yeah. So I think I think we'll uh, should be a really good game, very good game. If you if you can, I would attend. Yeah. You got it. What game do you, are you reference? I one? got the big tilt between the Colfax Vikings and the Clear Lake Warriors. Oh, that'll be a chippy game. Yeah, like chippy. probably. Yeah. Like these two teams aren't very good. So. <laughs> and other local news. How about those SEC girls volleyball players yeah, going kidding. four in a row? Yeah, they're playing well. They're hot right now. They mm-hmm. that's four. I, I was there last night, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tappy. You were there last I night. You were the official Cole Tappy last I, I, night. I tried to be. No and one knew said he was giving you crap yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there was plenty of that going around. A little slow start in game one or match one, however you call it. Yep. I think they won 25-20-ish or something yeah, like that. Then the next two, they kind of just yeah, routed them. Of, yep. The girls are on a roll. I think that's four in a row. Yeah. A big game for them on Thursday tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. with Baldwin-Woodville. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to try to get to that one, too. Yeah. I, um, I enjoyed last night. Keep rolling, girls. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bancourt Central uh, sports are going good right now. The cross-country team, Lily Klinkhammer, who was your player of the week, <laughs> is having a breakout <laughs> season for cross-country. She can run. That whole team... Boys and girls. Yeah, they're doing That's off to our coaches. They got those yeah. kids in shape, and they're running. They're running wild right now. Golf team? How about a girls golf girls team? Girls golf team had a good Addison season. Addison Kofold just, yeah. I mean, they just went toe-to-toe with Prescott, who everybody's saying is the best girls golf team in the state. Just the ball, yeah. So I, I think the golf team is rolling. Good job, Coach Kimbo. Yeah, Kimbo. Mm-hmm. Coaching them Can you show me how to drive the ball? Mine are always in the woods and in That's the water. Right. I don't know. I need somebody to help me. <laughs> And Man. then a little shout-out. I'm not giving a shout-out to the Brew Crew for losing yesterday, oh. but the Twins for getting a win. I'm not a Twins guy, but uh, hats off to all you hats Twins fans. Twins. Yeah. You know, going back to the Marco said, Corbin Burns, <laughs> how is this guy lights out all the oh, time, yeah. and then the playoffs come, and this guy's just, like, batting practice? <laughs> this guy looked like he was pitching in the home run derby last night. Yeah. It was like, wow, another home run, another home run. It's like, come on, buddy. But that's just the Brewers' M.O., and, and even the Twins, right? Um you know, you can mark it on your calendar. The Brewers will start really, really hot. As soon as you get to uh, the All-Star break, then things start to downslide yeah. a little bit. I mean, they they usually finish fine, right? Because their their uh, division really isn't that great. I mean, this year it was it was okay, right? And there was a race towards the end, but it did not look good last night. And although the Twins got a win, I don't expect them to go very far in the playoffs if they get through uh, the Blue Jays here. I mean, is anybody, going back to the National League, is anybody going to beat the Braves, the Dodgers? I mean, are they kind of a lock to be in the NLCS? Or I would say those two are probably the best two teams in the 
Yeah, and then I think the winner of that wins the World Series. Yeah, I think oh, the national. I think the without National League wins the World mm-hmm. Series this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as a fan, I want the Brew Crew to bounce back today, but yeah. I don't know. Is is Council on the hot seat if they if they get bounced in this in this series? My opinion, Council should have been gone a long long time ago. Because we our window's starting to close. Mm-hmm. We had the guys, we had the roster, we had the pitching rotation. It just can't get there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sorry, Council. I love you, buddy, but. Yeah. Might want to start. Chicken runs at midnight. But That's chicken runs. Not midnight anymore. <laughs> chicken runs at midnight. Well, we, we got, got anything else? I mean, I don't have any other local sports. I don't got anything uh, sports things to say. I mean, I could talk about sports forever, but uh, I think that's about a wrap for today's podcast, episode four. I appreciate the official Cole Tappy coming I, on I today. I appreciate <laughs> Tappy for coming in here. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun, and I feel honored to be the first guest on the B&B podcast. Hey. I feel like Tappy's a guy we'll bring on more than once, too. Like, you're a guy you could just sit down and talk sports with. Yeah, I think, you know, when basketball gets going full steam and we have, you know, Controversial calls here and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who better to sort it out oh, than, than the officials? Best. That's yeah. right. I'll do my best. Because I really appreciate getting clarification on that Notre Dame Ohio State thing. Because sure. I don't, yeah. I don't know the first thing about it. But <laughs> no. thank you for coming on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. And yeah, you know we we'll keep taking guests. We'll have as many guests as we can on here. We got the couch right here to fit another person. And yeah, yeah. Shout out to Marco Septic and Premium Water also for being our proud sponsors. Proud sponsors. And yeah, you know, that's all I got. That's all I got. See you.